classic key fort. Half the information, <laughs> all the gusto. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the eighth ever episode of Key Fort, a podcast about playing Key Forge in a fort with friends. Today on Key Fort, think everyone is happy about the new houses? Think again. It just tweaks me a little bit when you have things that target houses and you switch out houses. It's not cool. I don't like it. Dan does try to have a good time. If you bring that to the table <laughs> in front of me, I'm just going to flip the frickin' table. Because <laughs> that's, that's not fun. But it's just too hard. No, I don't want to do that. That's more work than I want to do. Let's open up the fort. God damn it. Hello and welcome to Keyfort, a monthly podcast about Keyforge. I'm Dan. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And we're joined by our producer, Jason. Welcome back, everybody. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a month. It's been a long time. Uh, we haven't been in the fort in a long time. I've actually haven't been been here in a while. I've been, you I've haven't been, been in, in the country. I haven't been in the country. It's I've true. been in, in England and, and France and you know all that fun stuff in, in Europe. And Jeff, you've been gone. Oh my God! Like I haven't hosted my own disc golf league in a month on Monday nights, and I've had one game of KeyForge in the fort in the past month, and it's in my freaking backyard. That's depressing. It is depressing. It's but good, we're it's back. Good to have you back. It's good we're to be back, back, baby. It's good to be back, and yeah. it's good to see everybody. So yeah, we we moved to a monthly format just to give Jason, uh, you know, more time to do his magic. Yeah, he he works as a as a audio engineer in the daytime and. You know, at first, the weekly podcast seemed like they were a great idea while we were all excited and super jazzed about it. And we still are, you know, and it's a lot of fun doing these things, but, you know, it takes its toll when you have to do your job at night, too. And so we get it. And the point is fun, not another job. Right. So, a podcast right. should be just like Keyforge. Let's just have fun. Yep. So we're going to monthly, uh, even though I can talk forever. I talk so, for my, my job. I talk for a living, so... Yeah, no shortage of words here. I've been in England, uh, and I've been playing with my family over there, which is which is incredibly fun. It's the first time I've really played with my family. I sent my brother Ben a text message a couple months ago about Keyforge and said, "Hey, you should pick up a couple decks." And then he sent me a picture of of him playing Keyforge, and he sent me a a deck, and it had three gateway to discs in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I was like, "Oh man, that looks like it's going to be a hard one for you to pilot," you know, because I don't know. So he said that, that his sons picked it up. He's got a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old, Henry and Zach. They're great, but I just didn't know how, how much they were going to pick it up. These guys, these kids are crazy about it. That's awesome. They're crazy about it. Zach a little less, but Henry, crazy about it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'd be in my room, and I could hear, I could hear uh, Henry talking to his mom about, hey, you know, um, I want to talk to you about this card and you know, this restringentus. You know, it, you can... You know, you choose the uh, house, and and then it, oh, it combos with this, and it's cool synergies, and like this kid just gets it. That kid forges. <laughs> he gets it. He forges. He forges. He totally forges. That's awesome. And it's really unfortunate uh, for for those two boys. They can't listen to our podcast. They really want to, but they have really good parents, and of course, mm, good oh. parents would never let their children listen to our podcast. It's true. Yeah. So I I had an experience too. I was in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. For the Get Up Kids concert, and it was mind-blowing. Went to see some old best friends and family and have a nice weekend. And Cousin Danimal was like, hey, let's go uh, let's go pick up some Keyforge, man. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this. Yeah, because he started listening to the podcast. Yeah, right? he started listening to the podcast. And he's the one who got me into magic when I was a kid. And, you know, they we, we've played D&D together and Smirsh and you name it, right? He's a, he's a nerd like us. And so we went to Titan Games and Comics in Atlanta and – they had heard of the podcast, which was really fun. You know, Dan was like, hey, by the way, he has this podcast. And I was like, dude, like, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, what a weird experience <laughs> that must have been. It was it was fine. It was an awesome gaming store. Just a bunch of tables at the back, tons of comics, and walls of board games. Just what you would expect. You cool. know, like Monday Night Magic, Tuesday Night Key Forge, Wednesday Night D&D. Like, cool. really cool stuff. Um, talked to the guy at the shop about, you know, a couple decks. And he's like, yeah, some of my friends won't play one of mine because... <laughs> It's just it's just a killer, you know. It's a banger, and um, so we bought a starter set of AOA, and 
I swear to God, Dan had a Crucible account before I even left Atlanta. <laughs> and uh, one of the days, my his little nephews, my little cousins, came for a little family dinner. One is 16 and one is, I think, 13, Jack and Colin. And they've played Magic and D&D and Jack's in the D&D club. I think his girlfriend is the president of the club right now. And right. so they're tried and true gamers. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, you know, Jeff, show us some, show us this Keyforge. So walked them through it. And their mom said, I swear to God, this is the first time I've seen them not just screaming at each other <laughs> in a long time. Like, I, wow, thank you for this. So I sent them a box and they're going to send me some forging sounds and it's going to be really cool. But it was a lot of fun, like getting some former Magic players to sit down and learn the game and see how they take to it. And I was really keeping an eye on Danimal because he's played Magic a lot. That dude got it. Like halfway through his first game, it clicked. And he was like, oh, I'm going to reap instead of fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to worry about that battle oh, board so over there. I'm just going to pop this thing off on you next. Of course, the dude pulled like two 86 SAS decks in the starter pack he bought. Oh, yeah. Well, that helps. It, he it's got, just, it's he just got like a double drummer knot deck with mm. Ganger Chieftains. Oh, he did? Mm. Yes. Oh, They're God. freaking okay. nasty. All right. It Oof. was some nasty right. shit. And yeah. a Logos with a bunch of Archive and Sutterkin and Titan Librarian. Oh, God. So the dude got two starter decks that are like, congratulations. Get used to infinity loops. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like there was no easy start for him. No all coda. The all at once. Yeah, just figure this shit out. And you know what? He did. And he's been on Crucible. He keeps calling me. Hey, I pulled this deck, that deck, and it was it was pretty fun. Well, we so, got to get him awesome. in the fort, Dan. I know you're listening, and we need you in the fort. We need we need some more Dan on Dan action they're, in this fort. They're coming sure. to visit, and it it will be happening. But Good. yeah, it was really fun. You know, we've we've kind of talked about how we'd keep touching on introducing new players to the game and it's alive and well. People Good. are really taken to it. Good. You you mentioned forging sounds mm-hmm. and just to catch everybody up about forging sounds in case this is your first episode listening, we make f- sounds with our mouths and bodies when we forge keys. Yep. And we've been doing it since the very beginning. Jeff and I figured it out very early on that it was a fun thing to do when we were just hanging out in here alone. And, you know, it's, <laughs> that it's was when it was Fort 1.0 right. before we even pulled yeah, all, all the stuff it, yeah. out and re- redid it. Yeah. Right. That was yeah. like, wow. And we've we've been kind of collecting them a little bit mm-hmm. in the past couple months, and we've got a few to share with you. Archiving, if you will. That's right. We have been archiving some forging sounds. If you have a forging sound that you'd like to share with us, you can just record it on your phone or on your webcam or whatever kind of recording device you have. You can email it to podcast at keyfortpodcast.com. And we'll get it, and we'll put it on the podcast. And if we do put it on the podcast, if it's good enough quality and we enjoy it enough, we will enter you into a drawing for a new Keyfort T-shirt that we have. Yes, with our new logo that's that's done by Andy Christensen, who is the previous creative director for Keyforge. So, email your forging sounds, record them, send them over. We'll play them on the podcast, uh, and we'll walk you guys through the ones that we've recorded. I I did some for Zach and Henry, my nephews, and we've got one from one of my coworkers. You've got one Danimal from Danimal, from and it's Danimal. a good one. And I will use this opportunity to call out Mr. Brad Andrews because we would love to hang out with you in the fort. But <laughs> Brad was the first one to respond way back. Like, <laughs> let's go back three months, woo! But he responded with. It's a combination of a laughing giraffe and a screaming shark. That's right. He did, so, he did say Brad, that. if you're listening, um, you are always welcome in the fort. We'd love to have you over and play some Keyforge or any other games, <laughs> and we'd love to get that down on audio or if you want to send it in. No pressure, though. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, we're super curious about what that sounds I'm like. I'm seriously intrigued because, yeah, 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 I don't Can, even know. Jeff, you're pretty good at sounds. You want to go? <laughs> you want to go? That's it? <laughs> It's the best I got. That's good. And that actually really hurt, but (laughs) I don't think it has anything to do with a giraffe or a shark because sharks can't even scream. They're underwater. All right, so we're going to run through a couple of these forging sounds that have been submitted for us, and I'm not going to lie, at the kitchen table when Danimal did his, I swear to God, it was just a throwback to my childhood playing NES. It was amazing. So I think Jason has it queued up for us here. What is that? It's contra. When you blow the base up, oh yeah, yeah you got to shoot those. You got to shoot those orbs, and then the base explodes. So yep. I I picked up on that, and then of course he's like, 
And he just goes right in. I was like, I feel like I'm watching somebody play the game and you're just sitting across from me. It was awesome. So my my question is, was there any kind of motion involved with the key? It it was, no. It, it, It was just kind of a... As it flipped over, it triggered the explosion. So it was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of like pushing the button on the bomb. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I So I think it's a great sound. I think mm-hmm. you need to incorporate, I think he needs to incorporate like either like hitting the, or Ooh. or like you're you're lifting up the key and you're. Right. And oh, just kind of like move it and shake it down. Or yeah. Or, or yeah, like you're jiggling it on the table because mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, blowing up. Oh, that's some good form check there. I like it. Look at you, Danimal. If you're listening, get your shit together, man. Work it in because we're going to be looking at you when you do this. Yeah, we need more. It was it was a great sound. Yeah, the sound. I mean, it just threw me back. I was like, dude, great sound. You got to record that. Great sound. Yep. Yeah, it was awesome. So thank you, thank thank you, Danimal. Thank you. Anyway, what do we have next? Next up. Okay, Zach. So Zach's going through some some issues with his body right now because he's 14. <laughs> Jesus, we, dude, that is freaking brutal. Oh, they can't listen to this anyway. To it. Oh, that poor kid. <laughs> as be, we all it, were. Yeah. By the time he listens to this, he'll be, he'll be 18, and he'll be under from his parents' roof, and and he'll get a good laugh at it. So let's hear Zach's. Hi, uh, I'm Zach, and this is the sound that I make with my voice box when I forge a key. Kachang. I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love it. Me too. Full disclosure, his, his 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 parents are are currently uh, openly making fun of him for his voice box fluctuating. At That's the moment. terrible. But <laughs> well, that checks he, out. It's your he's brother. A, so he's, a, he's got good humor about it. He's and, a good sport. And he's a, he's he's a good sport. And he's a good kid. And he's currently in North Carolina right, right now. He's been doing a paper route every morning to earn five pounds a day so that he could afford to fly to go see his grandma. So. Oh, it's a good kid. He's a good kid. What he's a, a good, good kid. kid. And Henry, my other nephew, he's he's 11 and he likes to make sounds all day and he's he's also a very good kid and he's the one that's just super into this game. Mm. And he went through nine iterations with his keyboard sounds before he finally came to this. Hi, my name's Henry. This is the sound that I make when I forge a key. Huh? Nice. Yeah, a little sneeze yeah. and he's good to go. Okay. Especially if you like are like holding the key and then you go Woo, as you're as you're doing the the sneeze. Yeah, cuz I so Henry, well done. Yeah, no, well that, done. that's quality. It's properly Both done. quality. I think if I had any advice cuz I don't know what he's doing with the key mm-hmm. to take off of Dan's here but I see some good potential for like huh? Huh? And you could like like you're fighting off a sneeze, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you could just really work it in. Like yeah. if it's a big forge, you can really just boom lock in eyes and slam it on. Him. Yep, yeah. yep. He, I love he, it. Yep, he kind of rocks back in his back okay. and forth in his seat when he forges, but then he doesn't spend too much time on it because he's already so excited to do his next turn. He's into the next He's one. just going. Sure. And he's so he, he's a very fast player. I respect that too because nobody yeah. nobody likes anybody that's uh, you know taking their. Time. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you gotta stop and smell the forge mm. or the whatever comes out of the forge. Keys. Freshies. You smell the freshies? Smell the freshies. Stop and smell the freshies. <laughs> All right, what are, do, do we have any other ones? I think we have uh, Matt. Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt. Uh, this, is, Matt? this is one of my coworkers who, who doesn't play Keyforge but is an avid Keyfort listener and also a podcaster. Also a podcaster. You can check him out. Oh, and a, and a radio host. Their radio show on Sirius XM just went national. Mm. So it's a pretty big deal for them. So cool. that's, that's pretty cool. His podcast is Fantasy Football Almost Daily. If you're into fantasy football, check them out. And also uh, their Sirius XM radio station or show. I, I, I don't even know what it's called. I should. I should we really shit the bed on that one. That's well, shameful. Well, that's it's classic it's, key for it. Yeah, I don't know. Half know. the information, <laughs> all the gusto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right, get it but, sorted out, Matt. Can, we'll put it in the show check, notes. You can check him out on Twitter at Explosive Output. And find out what he yeah. does there. Yeah. If you're curious, use the internet. It's easy. But we got to get him playing Keyforge so that he can actually make the sound when he forges a key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Here good. we go. This is my key forging sound. It's from the game Paperboy for the NES. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so apparently that's the sound that you make when you hit something with your bike and you crash. 
Okay. I never had that game. I, I think it's obvious he's never forged a key in his life. You think so? Why? What, what makes you, think, you that? think that? Yeah. There's no transformation. Mm. It's just he's just talking about things he doesn't. I think. Know about. I think when he makes it, if you ever get him to forge a key, he's going to realize he's got to revise it. All right, Matt. Well, you heard that. You've got to get in the fort. This is basically the alpha version, not even a beta. Let's get mm-hmm. you in the fort. Mm-hmm. Let's forge a few and figure out what the sound actually sounds like after after you've had a little bit of experience. We would like to do more of these. I think they're fun. Send them in. Yep. We, yep. You know. Record them with your mobile device. They'll it's sound just fine. Not hard. Send them over to us at podcast at keyfortpodcast.com. Fort Report. In this edition of the Fort Report, it's all about the king and the league. It's about 80 degrees outside right now. A big summer Minnesota thunderstorm just came through as we were setting up. Dan actually had to walk through it to get here with his raincoat on. Mm-hmm. And as he walked in, Ryan's dad's fan like blew it open. And it was just this majestic display of rain jacket. I like to make an entrance. Flopping all over the place. It was, it was, it was a cape. His rain jacket was just <laughs> a cape. And he's like... like it was fantastic. So we still have Ryan's dad's fan going and a few other... Several uh, fans. Tall, skinny guy. And Vornado. And Vornado's mm-hmm. going. Yeah. So and ceiling fan. We're all trying to keep cool, but it's kind of hot and sticky. It's a, you know, August, early August summer day. Jeff, you have our sponsor this week. I do. It's kind of a soft spot for me, given the recent news, but I'm going to go ahead with it anyway. <laughs> Enlist now. Mars needs bangers. Ever wanted to see the world but feel like you're stuck in a rut? Feeling chained down in your daily life? Not reaping all that life has to offer? Join now. The Skybooster Squadron needs you. Be a part of a legendary military endeavor supported by our state-of-the-art probing, orbital bombardment, and cover fire thanks to our motherly field artillery. You'll also be supported by a team of crack scientists harnessing all that our advanced technology has to offer. Become a member of the Skybooster squad today and start reaping all that life has to offer while traveling the Crucible. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. That was really nice. So we've got uh, kind of a, an elephant in the room that we got to talk about, and that's uh, the king in the fort getting his ass whooped. By the Sanctnomonious. Sanctnomonious? Sanctnomonious podcast. Mm. Dan. Dan. We we had a we had a match where we it was a sealed adaptive, which by the way, I don't think is the best judge of skill, first of all. And and certainly not the best judge of adaptive. Because adaptive is all about knowing your deck and know not only knowing how to win with it, but also knowing how to beat it. True. And it's a little sure. bit it's a little bit different. I but think. I do think sealed is actually a pretty good judge because yeah, there's there's different. It's it's can you pick it up and look at the deck list and there are different things being tested. Piece it together. Yeah, there. It's so cer- it's certainly a different game. I think a better matchup would have been for us to not have done sealed, but for us to have done a deck that we choose it that we know because it would have been a little bit more fun because you because play would have been a little bit quicker. We did it over tabletop simulator, and the three of us uh, well. Myself and Dan and our league commissioner, Knopf, were in the fort, and we tried to collect some audio. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason doesn't, doesn't want to go through it because it was basically two hours of us talking shit about him as he lost. Well, I didn't. It, I didn't. Not, not necessarily. So I, I actually think the, the format wasn't as big of a factor as the fact that, like, A, Tabletop Simulator is kind of a pain, and B, his... Dan's audio was cutting out yeah. constantly, and we, we couldn't hear him. So right. e- even when he's saying, like, this is what I'm doing, like, you, you just hear, like... Right. So we'd like a rematch, especially after, after I listened to the, the most recent few episodes of Sanctimonious, Sanctnomonious podcast, <laughs> where, where, where Dan has been on the record without you know, being able to, to pick up a real-life win with any of his decks. Ouch. And he's he said that he you know cannot get a real life win, and that we're free to get our asses kicked by him in virtual reality, but not necessarily in real reality. I, I so we like, got to get this motherfucker to the fort and kick his ass. I would okay? like to get these guys in the fort and or have a meeting of the minds somewhere where there's epic disc golf and breweries mm-hmm. and places to hang out because oh, yeah. I know we we're all over spot. the country. 
you know, they're mixing paint down in Alabama and picking <laughs> potatoes. But um, we'd have so much fun. <laughs> no, it would be fun, and and, fun. and I want to just shout out them that it really sucks that Sanctum's going away for a season or a series too, because I know that hurts. I feel you. Mars bangs so hard. Yeah. I'm gonna miss <laughs> them so much. Well, you know, I I I I do think that there was some very good shining moments, uh, and hopefully Jason does put together a small edited you know version of it. There was a there was a nice brig moment where where Jason mm-hmm. brigged him, yep, which was great. It was just a little bit too late, mm. uh, and Jason played great. He just made a few mistakes, and Dan played great too. And he, you know, he didn't really make any mistakes. I had no idea what was going on yeah. because he was moving around stuff so fast I couldn't even follow it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from my point of view, his audio was cutting in and out. Like I could hear maybe twenty five percent of what he was saying, and then it was also delayed. 45, 30 seconds. So I had no idea what he was communicating. You go to look at a card that he puts down, the next thing you know, he's done five other things after you read whatever card he put down. And I Yeah, the you medium's know, tough. Yeah, it is tough. The biggest thing about it was I was going into it thinking I was going to lose, but I wanted to have fun doing it. Mm. And in order to do that, you need to communicate, and I couldn't talk. Yeah. So it was just overall not fun. Let's do it again where it's actually fun because that's the whole point of it is yeah. not to be like – because we we love the sanctimonious guys, we give them a hard time, but that's kind of our mo. But yeah, well, we love those guys. We we yeah. want to have fun with it, and you know, I mean, winning's great, but having fun is the better part. Like we we live to talk crap and you know have a good time. Yeah, with that's this. our stick. That's the whole thing. Instead of laughing, it was just a big stressful, just yeah. stressful and annoying, most stressful. And and your friends were were in the fort, you know, and, and being critical of you and making fun of you. And I'm is, on the road where I think it. Jesus, I don't even know what city I was in at that time, but I'm on the road for work. And so my friends are in my fort and I'm in a different city in a different time zone trying to like find a Discord channel or a Twitch stream to just try to even, you know, blomp in and see what's happening. And so I'm over there like missing out and I was kind of bummed about that. But I think we'll have to make a little get together happen at some point. Yeah, well, Jason made a really nice write-up on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash podcast. You can go read that and check it out, and also like and subscribe there. Um, or do you, can you subscribe on Facebook? No, you just like things. You, you just, just follow, like it. Follow. Follow. Yeah, follow. Do that stuff. And so we've got a league update really quick. Uh, we started a new league, new season. Off the record, I'm 2-0. and You're 2-0? and Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Let me update my shit. I don't okay. even remember my first You're 2-0? <laughs> I yeah. just assumed you've lost both games. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Who beat me first week? Oh, no, Are my notes totally wrong? Shit. This is why you review the notes. Wait, so you and I are in, embroiled in a matchup right now. Right, okay, all right, so let's start over here. <laughs> all right, so we started a new season of our Adaptive League in the last couple of weeks. Yep. And our Commissioner Knopf, he has set up a rotating schedule of Banger Bomb Bomb Freshy. Banger Bomb Bomb no, Freshy. Reversal. But that's Bomb Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Reversal's I mean, Bomb Bomb. Like, we're, we're doing Key Fort Gwidge here. Unless yeah. you're me and you bring, like, we're embroiled in it right now in a reversal and I bring a banger. Well, I brought a banger reversal. Too. I brought a well, banger, it, too. If it's adaptive, you can bring whatever the crap you want. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. No, so exactly. play with it eventually. Exactly. Right, right. So, so, we're mixing so it up, week, So week one was banger, where you play with your own deck that you bring. Week two is bomb bomb, where you play with your opponent's deck first. Right. And but then, still adaptive. But still adaptive. Still adaptive, yeah. And then, which changes it a little bit. Tiny bit. Enough to change your strategy. No. For instance... Mm. Let's talk about this, Dan, because you're not privy to this yet. For no. instance, I brought <sighs> Jeff a French deck Yeah, to pilot. We sat down a few hours that ago. I picked up in Paris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before recording, and I hand him a Call of the Archons deck, mm-hmm. like the third deck I ever opened. Black Quill Ortiz. Empress Black Quill Ortiz. Freaking Wait, banger. You you handed him a deck that is not in English. Correct. Correct. He hands me a freaking deck in French. And luckily, my elephant brain was able to at least piece it together. And I pulled off all the combos. Right. And give me that. I pulled yeah. off all the combos. Mm-hmm. But this thing was an Archimedes, double bouncing death quark, Titan librarian, Titan mechanic, Professor Sutterkin with Dis and Shadows. It was freaking gnarly, but it was all in goddamn French. This thing's the best deck I've ever opened. It's incredible. It's the best deck. It's got everything. 
but it's in French. But it's in mm-hmm. French. So he hands if me a you, French deck and says, you got five minutes to look at it. Okay, let's go. If you bring that to the table <laughs> in front of me, I'm just going to flip the freaking table. You know, I that's, thought, I, that's I, not I thought fun. That's, I thought that's what Jeff was going to do. But you know what? He took it like a champ. He sucked it up and took it. Well, I mean, because you kind of have to for League. But it's still not a cool move. You're no, a bad man. It's a, but you want to hear the funniest part? Okay. My Call of the Archons deck has won both matches so far. Both games. Barely. So we have to bid Barely. chains. So right, so right before we, we started recording this podcast, we actually got to the point where your deck has got two wins, which means we both have a win, and we are at the point where we are bidding chains. Yeah, and I'm willing to bid seven chains for it right now. So we it's decided, in the ammo box so we right decided, here on the table. So we decided that we're going to bid chains right now. Okay. Live on the podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. Seven. Let's you, go. You bid seven? Seven. Let's you go. You can have that thing for seven. Are you All fucking right. kidding me? You're dead. I, I wasn't even going to bid one on it. I think the Frenchie's going to take that fucker down. I've made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, you have. Seven? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, it's on the podcast now. It's it's live yeah, and real. Yeah, You're no, dead. No, I'm in it You're for seven. You're dead. I'm in it for seven. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. He's so holding why it. seven? Why seven? Why'd you go with seven? I wanted, to, I wanted to push you into eight or nine and fuck you over, but you kidding of me? course you, yeah, anyway. Well, I mean, it's great. people, you limp in at one or two. It's like, man, yeah, come on. No, you got to start it somewhere and feel it out. You got to feel it out. You yeah, got to start at one or two. This deck bangs. You're going to get smashed. You know what? Because it hasn't even hit its stride in those two games. Both bangs. Both games went down to two keys to two keys, and I was and, and they were going to forge on their next turn. True. I had, I had you made eight a ember mistake. in my pot. I'm going to get when you. When you won, and you had seven ember in your pot, in your pot when right, you won. All right, well, 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 well. We'll see what happens on the next Seven cast. Chains is fucking ridiculous. Well, you're an idiot. I'm going to win. But okay. let's let's move on. So good this luck. might be my first win. I don't know. It's been so long. We didn't really have very good luck, the podcasters. Jeff and myself and Jason all kind of went winless mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one. Jason, did you win week two? No. Okay, so you're 0-2. So King of the Fort is 0-2. Mm-hmm. But... There's still life, you know. If you can go eight, and yeah, two, I'm not worried. Yeah, you're not worried. Of course, you're not. <laughs> Stick to the strat. Yeah. Win. Yeah, but we had we had we had a rule come in from Knopf that we should talk about, which is the winner is responsible for mm. collecting the loser's deck and posting it in our Slack channel, which has posed difficult for some of us, mainly our the producer king. Jason, the king, yeah. mm-hmm. who took his entire two weeks to post. His losing deck. I never posted it. He gave it to Adam to post. No, it. Adam. The Adam took it out of my box. He took it out of your box. Took it out of your box. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he took it out of your box. Correct. Wow. Okay. So he he executed and got the win because if he doesn't do that by the time the next one starts, well, it's a loss. That, that's not clarified. No. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, that should no, be clarified. What's no. The, what's because, the consequence? No, because you have no incentive to give your opponent your good if. You win if you don't. So the thing should be is when you sit down for an adaptive match, you put your league URL in the Slack channel before you even play. Okay, great. Your deck, you That mean? should that's, be the rule. That's not the, the rule, though. That should be the rule. I mean, Chris, a- you're listening to this, and you won't respond to me on Slack, so it'll just be takes a, two months you know, before you listen to this. It takes a simple tweak of the rule. Just a simple tweak of the rules. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I abide by the rules. The king abides. You okay? You 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 abided by the rule, but you also displayed poor sportsmanship. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to make America's fort great again. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> I mean, that's a really I can good see point. how Jason was salty. Rules. I can see how Jason was salty because Adam, you know, he's been he doesn't open a ton of. I wasn't decks, salty. Right? At, I wasn't salty at all. A good win for Adam. Okay. All right. Well. All right. But the rules are rules, and if we can't stick to the rules, what do we got? Well, I've been yelling enough to get the rules together for like months. He's just too Minnesotan. He doesn't want to upset anybody. At least we have a league format and we kicked it off. Yeah, right? it's fun. Let's it focus fun. on and the positives yeah, here. And right after we finish this, we get to go play our third match and you have seven chains. And, yeah. and with that, let's go to our deep Wait, thought. wait, wait, wait. I'm 2-0. I'm oh. Yeah, we oh, yeah. give Dan credit. We're glossing right. over the important thing is that only one of the podcasters here is 2-0 and right. just banging right along on schedule. Right. The worst Keyforge player at the table is 2-0. and Yeah, I think it was a rope-a-dope. probably true. Yeah, I think it was a rope-a-dope for season one. Now that money's on the line. Well, there, there's, there is money on the line, except no one's fucking paying it. I Sorry. paid. 
I have to pay. Okay, let's move it on. Okay, <laughs> so with that, uh, let's 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 close God, out dude. the fort report with this month's deep thought. If Amber holds dreams, what holds nightmares? That's a thought. Big no no. Don't touch my discard pile without asking first. Big no no. Don't lick my cards. Big no no. Don't use anything from your body to use as markers. Big no no. So we briefly wanted to talk about these new houses. Gen Con's going on right now this weekend, and there's a bunch of hubbub and hullabaloo mm. going on about this. Dan, have you been keeping up with it at all? No. Okay, well, they, <laughs> they, they jumped on the, the Keyfort podcast bandwagon of introducing dinosaurs as a new house, which you yeah. called. Oh, I, yeah. I want dinosaurs. You're welcome. Dinosaurs are cool. Us. If you go to our page, we actually had a mascot established couple months ago in the Freshie box under the Joan Baez album by the front of the fort named Triceratoco. And we just got back in the fort for the first time in like a month and Scott looked at it and went, holy shit, dinosaurs. Yeah, there was a dinosaur in our fort Freshie box. We freaking knew it. So anyway, you're welcome, world. Um, not saying it was Dan's idea, but it was definitely Dan's idea. So and, can we, can, can uh, we yeah. call him a mascot taco? Mascot taco? Yeah. No. No? Okay. That's terrible. Right. But it's a good try. It's attempt. Yeah. So we get dinosaurs and we get Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got the Saurian Republic and Grand Star Alliance. And then what's going out? Uh Mars and Sanctum. Okay. Weren't Yeah, don't those care. guys. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later, Sanctum. See you later, Mars. Um Mars, I, I think, I think did bang, but I I don't know. I'm They'll not be too sad to see it. I, so They'll my thing bad. is, like, I, I didn't think they were going to introduce new houses because it completely devalues things that target houses. Mm. There's a bunch of stuff in Mars, mm-hmm. and if you're playing Mars with these new decks, yeah. then... Like, it does it, it does devalue certain decks well, that have not you know, that, target Martians. Not that those uh, cards are highly valued mm-hmm. anyway because right. they're pretty they're very garbage. situational. Yeah. But, yeah. I bet, I but I bet I bet they've thought it through. And I, I, I bet there's going to be some really interesting stuff across releases as we go. It just it just tweaks me a little bit, my uh, elegance meter. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have things that target houses and you switch out houses, mm-hmm. it's not cool. No, it's I don't not like cool. it. I think it. Cool. I think it gets more elegant because no. then you have to be like, oh my god, I've got to go pull a Coda deck to deal with this Worlds Collide deck because I remember. Like the decks got through in the garbage with Mars that like targets all humans. What if Grand Star Alliance is all humans? I'm sure. Checkmate, baby. But that's that, very that's specific. That's not houses. That's what oh, you're that's right. Traits. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. Well, which ones target houses? What cards so target like, houses? There's a, what is it? The Common Cold or whatever. Common Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more elegant in that imagine a year or two from now when Mars comes back, you're going to reach for those old decks again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mm. man. That's I a think good point. I think it makes it fun to hold on to your your bangers and your interesting decks. Screw the bomb bombs, right? No. What, away, but. what if Mars appears as a legacy house? That can't happen. Still bad. Yeah. Why not? That's bullshit. You can't have a legacy that's house. Just, those are false rumors. There might be legacy <laughs> Mavericks. There might be legacy Mavericks. Yeah, that would be. But, but the, fact, not the fact that Mars they're removing a variable from their algorithm, and anytime you remove a variable from the algorithm and you have legacy mechanics, right? They've got to figure can, it out. You, they're you, smart. You can flag them at that point because now you've got nine things in a seven-thing pool, right? And so you could flag those things as, oh, well, maybe one in a million get a Mars house from another set. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. That's kind of the fun of but it. But you're, you're still just completely devaluing that card because the legacy house that you're going to get whatever is very rare it's true right? yeah. it's true it's yeah. true but that's only a few cards and so well, i'm not completely worried about it i think it it's just a cool bothers move. me on a game design level i think it's going to be fun because i can't wait till they get rid of freaking untamed it, sanctum i was okay with going away but i did the mm. when i heard about it the first thing i thought of was poor dan and the sanctimonious guys and what they're going <laughs> to rebrand scott and i were on the disc golf course last night and i was like what are they going to call their podcast now? It's but, sad. I mean, thankfully, it's only gone for a, a, a set, right? So Maybe. Sanctum will be back oh. in May 2020. 
Maybe. Maybe they just decided it sucks and they're just going to remove it forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they made it so good in AOA that it totally redeemed itself. But friggin' Untamed, man. Like, let's take the five good cards out of Untamed and move them into other houses and let's get something better. <laughs> I don't know. It's just boring to me. I'm looking forward to the new mechanics, like, the same way that I was with AOA. I don't even know what they are, so don't spoil it for me. Okay. <laughs> so we that's can't fine. talk about it because you know that's that's our mo like things. just like with aoa like we didn't watch deck unboxings and card reveals and stuff like that it like, ruins the freshy pop yeah i like ruins- i like popping some new decks and sitting down and going holy crap what is that and oh what is this and how does this work right instead of already knowing the mechanics i need to look for and what because it takes the excitement out of yep. it. You get this twice a year where you just get to open new packs, yeah. see all new things with your friends, and say, holy shit, this is cool. Big no-no. Don't grab Amber out of my pot. Just wait for me to throw it over. Big no-no. Don't call Mars in a world's collide game. Big no-no. Don't cut your opponent's cards with your mouth. Big no-no. So let's move it on to the other massive tweak for <laughs> this game is Genesis. Yeah. The RPG. Right. Yeah, so we discussed before that this is kind of where our Venn diagram kind of completes itself, where with us as a tabletop group that's picked up a strategy card game together and then them coming out with an RPG for it. And the Genesis system is is Fantasy Flight's game engine that is kind of a Savage Worlds or a Fate or a, you know, it's an agnostic game system for setting. It, yeah, it's generic. That was built for Star Wars. Well, let's take it back. It was built for... Warhammer, and then they took it to Star Wars. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah. So Dan, you you know quite a bit about the system. You've played you've played a few campaigns in probably both, right? Yep, it's their famous uh, funky dice system. So they they have their own dice that have all these different symbols on it that all mean different things. The dice are kind of fun because they tell a story. Because yeah. they can be you can be a success with some bad stuff or success with some good stuff or a failure with some good stuff, and you can kind of call out because you had to say things about what added those bad dice so it was like fog cover added those bad dice to the pool if those dice come up with bad stuff it means oh you missed because the fog got in your way right so like they kind of build their own story but personally i I liked it best when it was in warhammer because you had the the cards and stuff that it it was a lot of it was fun right and we we played warhammer together right Mm -hmm. yep and and with warhammer you have certain tangible things that your characters have they mm-hmm. have a sword, and they show you what dice to roll, and they have... Angry. Action cards that action, say, right. I'm doing an accurate shot right now, and I can spend these pips on these specific things to make this accurate shot do this specific thing. This is kind of cool, but it, it needs a very specific group and an open-minded group, because that's not very RPG-ish thing. Right, but not... this is... but So this is actually what I wanted to talk about the most, sure. is poppin' freshies. yeah. For characters in Keyforge, mm-hmm. because if they don't, if they don't incorporate some sort of the procedurally <laughs> generated character development that we see in in Keyforge, I'll be incredibly disappointed. And if this is just another splat book for Genesis with settings and traits and skills and all that stuff you can create a character with, I think they're going to miss the mark. And mm-hmm. Fantasy Flight, if you're listening to this, please. We want to pop some freshies. I want to open up a pack and and see my procedurally generated character with its skills and its armor and its weapons and artifacts that it has available to it. I want or to actually, see the house. You, know you know what? I love cards in my games. If I could open a character pack, that's what oh I'm talking God. about. That would be that's what I'm talking amazing. about. Game with, over with a procedurally generated 3D printed mini. Oh Whoa, Jesus! You're Christ. next level now. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is, and and we talked about this on the course last night, what if there's a character generating app that comes with the book where you have to download it, you know, kind of like the Will Wheaton annoying secret Hitler thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't say that, should I? No, that's fine. I mean, he needs to We've played secret Hitler a, a lot, and so we've heard them all a million times. But, you know, what if there's a digital aspect to it? There has to be some of that. This is what you get. Like, I want to roll up a character for better or worse. Here's the character I've got, and we're going to go on some campaigns. I don't want to. Ro- I don't want to roll up a character. I don't want to have. No, what I I'm saying is, I don't want to roll up a character. I want it to say, "Here's your character. I rolled it up for you." Here you go. Like character generator on, you know, hero, hero lab, lab. hero lab. Yeah. You know, just like spin me up uh, an elf, well, or, so or whatever. Well, like full disclosure, none of us have played Genesis, right? 
So we played the Star Wars. Yeah, so we, we played Wars. the Star Wars games, but we haven't played dice. Genesis itself. Well, so, no, that's actually right. the one RPG I think we haven't. Played. What I'm getting at is that the the Star Wars and the Warhammer RPGs, they are not particularly friendly to random generation. There are mistakes you can make in character generation. Sure. Right. There oh, are, there are optimal plays in right. character creation. Right, so, which is kind of what I want to talk about, right? Is Genesis the appropriate system for Keyforge? Well, is, it's the are there better one. systems? I know, it's the convenient, I know it is. It's the convenient I know it is. choice. And, yeah. and, and well, it's the things mon- that move the needle yes. for Fantasy Flight, and I, and I get that. But is it the most fun to play with? Does it capture the spirit of Keyforge? Right. And yeah. I don't believe does it, it does. Does it capture the spirit of Keyforge? And, and in, in my opinion, what I want to do is I want to pop a freshie Make a character out, out of that freshie. There's so much good stuff in each of these freshies to make a character out of. You get you get a, an avatar, you get a name, you get three flavored houses, you get some awesome artifacts in there that your character can hold around and be with and, so, and shapes you. This is actually a really good segue into popping a freshie. Are we gonna pop a freshie? Well, we're gonna look at the old. This freshie. is a good segue because I'm gonna. Uh. I've, so I've got last week's. Freshie in my hand right here. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm looking at it. Okay, this is episode, uh, seven. episode seven. Episode seven. If you guys listen to the first part of this podcast, we talk about fate a little bit. Sure. I think fate is the perfect system for this. Oh God, no, no, nope. yep. really? Because yep. watch this. We all watch this. It. Watch this. I'm going to generate this oh, character. Here we go. I'm going to generate this character while I recap last Freshie. Okay. I do okay. actually kind of okay. think this is okay. neat. Check this out. All right. As a character, we have Galileo. Tower Mandible. That's our high concept. No, it's not even a concept. Yeah, it's just we've a got name. we've got Galileo Tower Mandible. Mandible, right? <laughs> Chase, Chase, Jason's over here like. And, and in here Christ. we have Mars. These guys talking about? and shadows. Uh-huh. He's just gonna go. He's just gonna go. <laughs> and we've got double invasion portal, which means this guy's walking around with two invasion portals that he's just like blomping around, right? So you can write down Mars. Yeah, it goes in your inventory. Shadows as as some of your aspects, right? And then you choose a few of these cards as another few aspects, like Long Fuse Minds. Like, your guy's got Long Fuse Minds. When he encounters a problem, he can blomp some Long Fuse Minds down. Sure, you could absolutely create some kind of He's got the Killzord Mark 9001. Uh Uh-huh. He has that. He's just walking around with this thing, right? He encounters a problem that he can't solve. What does he do? Check out the DJ while my homie revolves it. But this is, like, the decks in Keyforge are some kind of unholy alliance of different Mm -hmm. factions to create keys to unlock your hopes and dreams i don't i don't really know right right so so the way you could do it almost is with three players you could pop a freshie and say that your boss is galileo tower bandable Mm -hmm. that's your boss sure and then you each take on a house house. Mm -hmm. like a general of a A general of of a house and this is these are your troops and the stuff that you have yeah and you just have to solve all the problems with with the cards that you have. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking is it would be a fun way of exploring these decks and just grabbing a random deck and saying, all right, guys, we're going to play a game tonight about this. I'm the GM. I am Galileo Tower Mandible. Mm-hmm. That is me. You three are Mars Sanctum and Shadows. You guys have to forge three keys before the night's over. And mm-hmm. if you don't, I win. And this is how we do it. Yeah. No, that, you could and, absolutely make a game out of that, and, but it would not be very monetizable. And one more thing before we move on with these RPGs is I'm really curious to see what reaping means. The actual act of gaining an ember by reaping and, I, I don't, and, I and think by like doing that. Getting well, an amber or like that? effectively getting an amber from Keyforge will be the goal of um entire session. Entire session should be should probably be forging a key. Yeah. Well, maybe. Forging a key would be an arc. Sure. How how long does it take in the game world? Mm-hmm. To forge three keys and finish a Keyforge game. You know yeah, what? To I th- unlock the treasure. Is yeah. that is that an entire campaign? Probably. So who knows? We'll see where it goes. Big no no. Don't don't even make eye contact with me during the match. Jesus. Big no no. Don't play too close to an open fire. Three feet minimum. Big no no. The fridge is for beers, not for Keyforge, silly. Big no no. Let's talk about this freshie though. Right, so we had Galileo Tower, Tower Mandible, um, which, if you remember, has a uh, it has Mars Sanctum Shadows, has a Mars Ambassador. It's got the Proclamation Thirty Four Six E, which is a great card that that increases cost. Uh, but it's got that double invasion portal. It's got a few Umbras and two Miasmas. It's held down by two Lamindras and crap. three Healing Blasts. 
crap. It's a bomb bomb. Did so, we all agree on that? No, we well, didn't. Who said well, it was no, going to be a banger last time? I did. Scott did. So it was a bomb bomb. And, and on Dan's pleasure scale, honestly, it'd be like having your pupils dilated on a bright summer day. Okay. And then having to just be like, oh, I freaking hate this thing. I want to go away. Uh, like, that's how I felt about it. I did not like it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a bomb bomb. It did not pop. And I think it uh, it got like two lumps. All right. Yeah, this mm. thing this thing was one of the worst decks I've ever played and it I'm giving it 13 bananas out of 100 apples. Oh god. That's horrible. That's like a, that's a new low. It's awful. You were wrong. I mean, nobody wants bananas. First of all, they're the worst fruit. They give me heartburn. They like, give you the potass though. I know. Yeah, but I know the you got to keep your fingers <laughs> keep your fingers tight. Keep that carpal tunnel it in was, check, baby. It was it was really bad. It was really bad and, you know, like I I went the contrarian because yeah. I thought that maybe it would bang. On the off chance it banged three times, I could come up here and say, you guys are freaking idiots. Yeah, it just shows you're an idiot. And so Galileo Tower Manable is a bomb bomb. That's a bomb bomb. All right, so now we are going to pop a new freshie. Let's do it. Is there a thin red line? There's a thin oh. red line. Oh, my God. I haven't seen these one of these in what's, what's several the name? months. What's the name? All right, we've got... I can't even Xavier I Cryptique. And uh it is Sanctum or no wait, it is uh Logos Dis and Sanctum. Yeah, sorry. Interesting. Yep. Uh let me yeah, pop find, that, grab find that thin the red thing. Line. Yeah, I haven't done this. I haven't found a that thin, thin red, red line. line is really tough to get teeth. sometimes. Oh yeah, I should use my teeth. I mean at least uh, you have fingernails. Yeah, I lucky, do. But lucky oh, deck. so you're opening Here, it, use a you're, pen. So you're opening it like you're a Chinese deck. I, you're you're cuz I don't know how to do this anymore. You want to jab it with a pen? Yeah, I do. There oh, we go. Man. Here we go. Done. Done. All right, so what do we got in this thing, Dan? I don't know cuz I just talked about right. things I was going to talk about. That. All right, so we got Sanctum, Logos, yep. And this. It looks mm-hmm. like we got a time traveler. Oh, that's oh. fun. Some interdimensional graphs. That's fun. Can you hand him the the rare from Sanctum, please? Yeah, I'm let me curious yeah, so you can break that, that one down. Okay. I'm, lo- I'm just looking at the, the the cards here. We've got one, two, three rares. Looks like we've got a Maverick. Oh, shit. Hi-o. What do we got? It's at the end of the Logos. So the the Sanctum thing is uh, Sanctum rare is Carpe di Armageddon. Yeah, why don't uh, you read the uh, text on that to us, Dan? What? I can't because it's. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> We're Scout. popping Frenchies. Popping Frenchies. We're popping Frenchies. <laughs> yes. Now you're not the only one who got a Frenchie popped that, on him you today. Part of the one out of your chair. <laughs> oh. Popping Frenchies, bitch. Oh my God, Xavier Le Cryptique, <laughs> Voyageur Temporel, aka Time Traveler. Oh, that's why the other one is. Oh, help from future self. Yeah. Sauve par son moi futur. futur. Yeah, yeah, that's all. We're bad at this. Okay. <laughs> what, what is I love how, happening right now? I love how some of them are in French and then it's poltergeist. <laughs> Tanticus. Oh, look, we got Charette. a wild wormhole. We got a true dev impevisibile. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of this. And... I had to play a French deck today, and I still don't understand what's going on. Why here. would you do this to us? Ah, uh, liste de deck. Okay, I can't you, even. I don't even want to. No, take, don't hand take me a look through it. You have to call. You have to call Banger and Bomb on this thing. You have to call Banger and Bomb on this thing. I've got okay. my thing locked. Okay. It's got Sanctum, go, so, so I already know it's going to suck. All right. No, I think this is Bomb Bomb because I can't read the cards, and the people who can't. Play, you didn't read the cards. You didn't look at the deck. Look at the pictures. Figure out what's what's there. You All right. No, I gotta figure it out. That's more work so, than I want to okay. do. So you're right. calling Bomb Bomb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're calling Bomb Bomb? I on am. This. All right. You're gonna be wrong because this is a freaking banger. All right. That's yeah. Fine. It's got international. Hey, how do you say grab? banger in French? Le banger. <laughs> <laughs> Le Big Mac. Um, no, it's. I mean, it's a time traveler. It's got director of ZYX, wild wormhole, two standardized testing, petard, two Sutterkins, petard. petard? Wait, wait, let's see. Petard. Petard. The problem is we're gonna have to play this in order to determine right. whether it's a banger. <laughs> this thing's a banger. It's Son got it's got bitch. it's got Exum. It's got oh yeah, it it's got uh, the the Chevalier Onyx, whatever that does. It's got the director <laughs> of CYX. Oh, good point. Since you brought up the it Chevalier does have the time Onyx. traveler. 
The Sanctum's going to hold it down. It has two Salva de Swans. Two Sutterkins. <laughs> I think I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say banger. This is a banger. Uh, Dan? No, I still say bomb bomb because I don't want to freaking deal with it. <sighs> Very low on the pleasure points. I mean, <laughs> Yo, it's going to be <laughs> in the basement. Oh, yeah. No way. This thing bangs, and it's going to it's gonna bang so hard that you're going to be so sad that you called it a bomb bomb. Great. No, no. This is... I'm all about the French decks now. It's going to bang. I've opened up some French decks now, and they are the best. They're I the hope best. These French people have a leg up on did us. Did he buy a box or something? I do. Over dude, there? No, I don't even know. But it's How many too... more of these do you have? Because... Hey, 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 hey. If... If Cammy listens to this, I did not buy a French box. Oh, shit, he <laughs> bought a box of Frenchies. <laughs> He's going to swap all my box out on the top shelf up there with Frenchies and not tell me. Oh, I hate you. No, it's going to be great. a banger, but it's great. you know what? I don't think it's going to earn the banger title. It's got, it's even got if it wins, control, it's, it's going to be a pain in the ass to play. Right. I don't even want to think about Huge it. Huge freaking pain I in the ass. I can already play this right now. I'll kick your ass with it. Let's go. <sighs> uh, I had to freaking learn French during my first Round of our match today. <laughs> He's a dick. I had to be like, oh, wait, that means reap. Oh, wait. Oh, that means destroy creature. Hey, so I'm going to Italy in March. What? I'm what bringing, is this? I'm, Why are I'm you all of a sudden some, traveling I'm the world? Some Ital- Italian freshies. Fine, then I'll bring back some African ones. Let's go. go to Tunis. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, uh, I hate you guys. Dick. It's going to bang, but it's going to have such a shitty pleasure rating that. I don't even want to try it, well, but we're we'll do it. it to charity anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. You're being American right now. <laughs> Very. <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate the patronage, and we're looking forward to doing this again, hopefully with some less busy schedules. And as a reminder, send us those forging sounds. Brad, laughing giraffe, screaming shark. Gotta I want to hear it. Got to hear I it. I want to hear it. So I will definitely win a T-shirt. Oh, we will give you like... At least one T-shirt. I'll give you some discs <laughs> off my disc golf shelf. You know, whatever you want. You can pick something out of the fort. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Send us those Forge sounds. Again, it's at podcast at keyfortpodcast.com. And if you want to get engaged a little bit more, um, you can reach me, Jeff, on Facebook. I'm kind of keeping tabs of things there. Scott, what are you working on? I do Twitter. You can reach me at twitter.com slash keyfortpodcast. And Jason is in charge of the Instagram. And he's got some pretty weird stuff up there. I don't know. He just He's, he's not really going to engage with you. No, but it's just all about, I mean, if you have questions about what Fuzzy Gren likes to do. You can hit him up on, that's key.fort on Instagram. And uh, Dan, where can they hit you up at? Nowhere. All right. Well, all right. You see you next it. time. Fort Fix. On the last episode, I mentioned that Sky Jedi played against Jeff at Dreamer's Vault. I was wrong. It was Logotarian Luke. Sky Jedi actually called us out on Twitter. We appreciate the call out. Thanks for calling out Luke because he was a good dude and good player. So got that figured out.